Happy Monday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Cotri, joined as always by Hello. the Deefen Beef himself, Shane Diefenbach. Yes, you can find Sean DePaz vibing in the chat at home like a sick little boy with a cold. Tragic. Yeah, he needs, somebody needs to do a welfare check on him, I think. Isn't it just a, it's a wellness check, not a welfare check, right? Sure. Right? Welfare is something yeah. completely different. Yeah, sure. Wellness. There we go. Um, hell of a weekend for us and for Arizona State Athletics. For Before, us? I mean, we went golfing. We had a good time Yeah, golfing. that's true. We did have fun. It was a lot of Shut fun. Shut up, Sean. Shout out Dobson Ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, if you haven't been out there, check it out. It is literally so much fun, whether you want to play a full 18 or 9 or if you just want to hang out there. The vibes are great at Dobson Ranch. Um, got a little color this weekend, which is nice because I'm usually a pale little boy. So glad I could get red, I guess. It wasn't red's the right word, right? Yeah, right color. You don't tan. Pink. Huh? You don't tan? I get red and then give it like two days and then it'll be tan. Hmm. Do you get tan like immediately? Yeah. I, I mean, Italian skin. I love You're just built. I'm diff. just a beautiful, beautiful specimen. Um, I thought, you know, this being this, you know, your, your roots. Mm. <laughs> I thought it would translate into darker skin. Yeah, you'd think so. Unlucky. Maybe we need it. They're banging on Sean's door now, apparently, Phoenix PD. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, let's get into all of the dubs from this weekend because we got a lot to get to for Arizona State Athletics. Let's start with the ball and bat sports because, my goodness, starting with ASU softball, they went 4-1 in one this past weekend, obviously, they had that one initial loss to BYU, but from that point on, it was all wins. They're eight and two now to start the year. It's a better start to the season through ten games than this team had last season, which says a lot, considering they're with a first-year head coach. And there's a lot of players in my mind that I think have stepped up already that you may have not expected to. Yeah, I mean, look, coming into the, I think if. If you looked at this roster in a vacuum without knowing what we knew happened over the transfer portal and since last year, you'd be like, yeah, this is what I expected from this team. But being what it is with how much they lost last year um, from their, you know, a starting pitcher to arguably one of the best power hitters in the country and Sidney Sanders, you you expect a drop off. But when the drop off is from uh, like almost title contenders to really really good mm-hmm. you don't really notice it at the start of the year we'll see if this can continue but yeah there's been a lot of players as you said that have stepped up that you weren't really you were expecting them to contribute but in the ways they have been right now with like an ops of 1.731 <laughs> i mean <laughs> like yeah they're, they're hitting for average they're hitting for power and it's just it's it's i mean it's fun it's yeah. so fun offensively it's kind of crazy four players batting above 400 right now you look specifically at jordan van hook tied for first in the nation in home runs with six, which is saying something, considering you look at some of the the just the giants, not only in the Pac-12 but across the country. Uh, specifically, looking at like UCLA right now, right? They overtook Oklahoma as the number one team in the nation. So to have somebody of that caliber in Jordan Van Hook, that's without even talking about Yanni Acuna, Jazz Hill, who I want to say Yanni has four home runs already, so she's almost at the six that Van Hook's at, and then Jazz has half of that in three so it's a very promising start again asu needs to rack up these wins in non-conference play because we know how good of a softball conference the pac-12 is wagon yeah it absolutely is and again 
UCLA. You're going to see him a couple times this season, like getting as many wins as you possibly can before you have to have some three-game series with them is going to be huge down the stretch. So I do, before we want to move on to baseball, we've got ASU softball has, let's see, Loyola Marymount coming up next. In about four days from now, um, from your perspective, looking just, let's say, at their next 10 games, right? So you're looking at this in, in 10 game splits. I believe last last year's team went either 42 and 11 or 43 and 11, which is just ridiculous. But looking at their next 10 games, right, before you get to conference play, how many of these do you feel like they should win and you'd like them to win, obviously, before they get to conference play, starting with Arizona? Oh, I mean, I. I want them to win all 10. Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and be like, well, look, Loyola Marymount has this Bethune Cookham. They've got like, I, <laughs> I'm going to be honest and transparent. I don't know the landscape of college softball yeah. when, it, when it gets outside of the pack 10, pack 12, pack 10. It's the pack 10. Um, so I don't know how many they should win. Uh, but with the way they are performing right now, another eight and two sounds good. Yeah. Another eight and two sounds just fine. Yeah. I mean, just looking at the next 10 that they have, They've got the Mary Nutter Collegiate Classic coming up um, this coming week in California. They were obviously there just a couple weeks ago in San Diego. They've got Loyola Marymount, um, Portland State's on deck, UC San Diego, Long Beach State, New Mexico the following week at the Sun Devil Classic, Charlotte, Michigan State, Boise State, Houston. Right now, ASU softball is on par or better than all of these teams. They're not facing a team in the next 10 games that is of the same caliber or better than them. So in theory, they should win all 10, but it is a ball and bat sport, so you never really know yeah. um, who could go crazy. I would say another 8-2 and two stretch sounds about right. Starting the year, going into conference play 16-4 and four with a three-game series against U of A at home. Um, I mean, I think that's about all you can ask for, to be honest with you. So we'll see what transpires with them, but definitely a tip of the cap to Megan Bartlett and what she's been able to do with the softball program. And just, it feels like a few short months um, at the helm. So definitely exciting. Moving on to ASU baseball. They had themselves a hell of a weekend to their season opener against STSU. They went 3-0. and They do have a game against UNLV on Tuesday. The starters looked absolutely phenomenal. Before we get into just individual players, how big do you think, or how important has it been? For ASU baseball, Willie Bloomquist to just start the season with a series sweep. I mean, it's massive when it comes to the confidence in a coach in his second year, um, and just getting his own guys to to start performing. There's been there's been a lot of talk about this bullpen, and for good reason. I mean, I think it was their last win. Uh, I don't know who came in for relief or close, but they gave up a leadoff triple, mm -hmm. and they left him there. And he said they got they got out of that jam. That's exactly the kind of chaos. ASU baseball needs so um yeah I mean it's massive to start with a and a, a series sweep not only just over some scrums but your potential Pac-10 12 replacement yeah San Diego State absolutely I tweeted it out about an hour ago just taking a look at the last five seasons for ASU baseball and how many games it took them to actually secure a three-game series sweep so in 2019 it took them three games 2020 it took them four games 2021 it took them 10 Last season, year one under Willie, it took them a whole 17 games to get the job done. Yeah. And in 2023, just year two of Willie Bloomquist, took three games that first series. So that is absolutely massive just to build on that, get some confidence going into non-conference play and just the season in general. And you talk about the way this team pitched. 
right? We'll get into the bullpen because for me, that is still a little bit of a question mark. But you couldn't ask for anything more from the starters, right? Christian Curtis, Ross Dunn, Timmy Manning. Those are the guys that started on the mound this weekend for ASU against SDSU. They combined for 13.1 innings pitched, no runs allowed. That is phenomenal from guys that weren't here. None of them were here last season. I was just about to say the punch out, portal punch outs. Like that for me, a lot goes into the transfer portal. And you specifically look at ASU basketball or ASU football and the players that they were able to get last year and this year, even in the transfer portal. It feels like sometimes it takes a little bit of time for transfers in those sports to just, whether it be get synergy or chemistry at all. For ASU baseball, that wasn't the case. Like, it was immediate. Their very first series, they were able to get some dubs. And that is huge, again, for Willie, for the program, and with the current landscape of college sports, to see that these guys transferred and had immediate success, I think goes a long way. So, And then offensively, Wyatt Crenshaw, Luke Hill, both batting above 500 or 500 or better. The offense looks great. It's not the offense from a couple years ago where they're scoring like 20 runs, but it can be. It goes hand in hand with the way that this team pitched. I think this is going to be a scary team down the stretch. Yeah, you just got to hope that the starting pitching remains reliable. And if somebody gets knocked out early in the game and you have to go to that bullpen, we haven't really seen that yet. Yeah. We haven't seen a game wanna, where you have to go. The bullpen's been terrible over the last five years. Like yeah. that to me is the key. Yeah. yeah. But we haven't seen that yet with this, yeah. with this year's team. We haven't seen them need to go deep into the bullpen. Um, I don't want to so see yeah. it. <laughs> I don't want to see him. No, I know, not at all. Um, but yeah, the, the, yeah, the, I mean, they're fun, and and I know, I know, we say this all the time, but get out to these games. Uh, I, I know that the women aren't going to be back for a while. Um, Son of a classic. I want to say it's March third. Okay, yeah, but that's, but I think that's actual tournament time too. No, March no, no March the following week is yeah. actual tournament. For yeah. So get out to that March third. Club Farrington is a blast, and also Phoenix Muni. Is a blast as well. When's their next home game? ASU baseball. Yeah. Um, are they on the road against UNLV tomorrow? Or are they at home? Let me check for you. I think there are. At they're home. at home against UNLV, and then they're on the road against Mississippi State. So tomorrow, go get your tickies. They're tickies. You got anything better to do on a Tuesday night? Like, come on now. No. Come on, go see him. That's that's why I was thinking you had a UNLV shirt on earlier. Is because I had just looked at the baseball schedule. Colors are similar. No, they're not. Yeah, they are in the in the in the what's it called the font of the UNLV logo. Looks Nine dollar tickets tomorrow, <laughs> section nine, row five. Buy that ticket right now. I'll come find you. You're gonna? Are you going? That's my day off, so I probably want to stay away from everything sports related. Mm. But go check. You it should out. go. Yeah, and it'd be massive to start the season four and zero. Obviously, Mississippi State is no uh, what's it called? Nothing. To, no gimme game. Yeah, or gimme series. At the end of the week. So you definitely want to pick up as many wins as you can. And we talked about it with ASU softball, right? But baseball is big in this conference as well, right? So getting as many wins as you possibly can before you've got to go face some some serious competition in the Pac-12, the Pac-10, whatever you want to call it, is going to be huge. Before we move on from the ball and bat sports, Megan Bartlett, Willie, Willie, wow, Willie Bloomquist, um, which team do you have more faith in? As it stands right now, mm-hmm. that's so tough, man. Um, I'm gonna say, and it's still early in both seasons. Yeah, I'm gonna say softball just because of a bigger sample size. Okay, and again, we haven't seen the true kryptonite that can be with ASU baseball. Uh, 
I just and I have so much fun at Farrington too. Like I just I really want them to be good. So yeah. I'm gonna say softball. Okay. I'm gonna go. I like the sample size reasoning for softball. I'm gonna go with ASU baseball. Um simply because I think they have a better rotation of starting pitchers than ASU softball does. Yeah, it's um, so different too though. But yeah. yeah, but I mean, yeah, for sure. They do when those guys are pitching the way they did this weekend, it's gonna be tough for anybody. Um in the Pac-12 specifically to to rival them. So we'll obviously see what happens down the stretch for both these teams. Again, get out to some of their games. They're a lot of fun. I mean, we're a little biased for ASU softball just because of the run they had last season. Um, They're just so fun, though. They are fun. It's a fun team. It's fun vibes. Go check them out. Guys, another thing that is fun vibes is for Peaks. Their 8th Street Pub is an absolute vibe. And if speed and adrenaline is well your speed the beer can derby is on february 25th at the ford peaks 8th street pub in tempe kit pickups are open now so if you want to show us you got the fastest beer can in the valley sign up through fordpeaks.com slash events you do got to be 21 years or older to enjoy four peaks responsibly guys four peaks since sean's not here get it in you get it in you you're talking about speed sometimes speed is a good thing Sometimes, you know, when you're late to work, you got to be fast. Yeah. But sometimes in the bedroom, it's not a good thing. <laughs> sometimes you want, you know, to have that extra time, mm-hmm. um, not just for you, but your partner as well. Yeah. Um, I'm not out here saying I'm Dr. Endurance, <laughs> but I'm... <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I'm like... Dr. Endurance. Dr. Endurance. Sometimes wow. I'm like the Flash. Okay. Genuinely. Uh, just... You know, and and it's it's you're in, you're out. Bellagio fountains, like just all that. And it's, wow, it's not great. Um, let me tell you guys, Edie is nothing to to joke about. Um, but you can have some fun with it a little bit. You and can. Ro- what? You can. Oh, I thought you said ecam. I was like, well, okay. Roman is here to help. Um, Roman is the digital health clinic for men, addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. Fellas, no waiting rooms, no hassle, straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your home. Um, and yeah, it's just, you, sometimes it's just necessary, man. Sometimes I get it. I get it. If medication or testing is appropriate. Roman will send it directly to your front door discreetly with free two day shipping. Um, to learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to ro.co slash phnx to get your 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash phnx. Roman. Get it on you. Get it. Try it. <laughs> try it <laughs> he on said, you. speed is no joke. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, my goodness. Let's get into ASU hockey. Why don't we? Mm. Uh, they also had themselves a hell of a weekend they won both their games, outscored their opponent 13 to 5. Josh Doan had himself a couple goals. You know, we love Doner. Dylan Jackson had himself a couple goals. Now, aside from the great weekend that ASU hockey had, it's been, I would say, a down year They're for Greg Powers. Greg it Powers is. and company. And there's only a few weeks left in the regular season. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious from your perspective. Obviously, this is year one of Mullet. I think there were some pretty high expectations for this team. It's been a down year. What do you want to see from them and just from this group in general with only a couple series left? I mean, just have fun. You have Fairbanks next where, and Alaska Fairbanks where you went to Alaska and you lost both those games. And that was their series before this one against Lindenwood, which they swept. So they got swept and then swept. Um, 
getting another sweep here would be nice for mm-hmm. a good winning streak. But overall, just have fun and be like not not even not even necessarily competitive. Obviously, you want to compete, but just enjoy this because the opportunity you have at ASU right now with a new stadium, so much going on around you is great, but the only way to take advantage of it is by attracting recruits and yeah. attracting other people. So winning games is awesome. And, you know, a tournament appearance would have been great. Don't think it's happening. But as long as you can just make this place look as awesome as it is and how cool of an experience as it is with an NHL pl- team playing at the same rank you're playing in, um, I think that's going to help a lot. So just market the shit out of it. I mean, <laughs> that's the best way I can describe it. It goes, I mean, it goes a long way. And I think... To your point about Mullet Arena and, you know, like you want to make this place an attractive destination for recruits across the country. And one thing that I've been super impressed with, with ASU hockey versus some other sports, right? And again, I know Mullet's new, but 16 of 16 in terms of selling out the student section this season, which I don't think can be said about any sport at ASU. So like that is something that I think is building with the new arena with this just a culture right at or with asu hockey that i think a lot of other programs can learn from or just take value in and that goes a long way so obviously you want asu hockey to have some fun down the stretch you'd love for them to pick up a few more wins get above 500 before the season actually does end but what i want to see is i just want to see them go an entire season of sellouts mm-hmm. at mullet right especially in that student section it goes a long way it's a good tagline for recruits too. it is absolutely i don't know how many more home contests they have but if they can go like 20 of 20 and selling out the student section in year one when it was just like a 500 team mm-hmm. like that says a lot about what you're building at asu in terms of it being a quote-unquote hockey school or whatever you want to call it so i would love for them to obviously win out but my priority isn't even necessarily with the team in general. It's with the students and the fans just going out to support, um, you know, a, something that's being built here. Mm-hmm. So that goes a long way. Aside from ASU hockey, ASU basketball, they only had one game this weekend, but it was a massive win over Utah, mm-hmm. right? And there were a couple of teams in the pack that decided they wanted to drop some games. What was it? Oregon, Oregon dropped another game? to, to uh, Washington State last night. Um, which is very, very big for ASU. Uh, and, and Utah's schedule. So the, the, here's the here. Can you pull up Utah's schedule? I, I believe they go at UCLA, then at um, USC, or maybe yep. at home again. At USC? They are home against UCLA and USC. Then they are then at, they're Colorado. at Colorado. So Colorado's a sneaky one where they could. If ASU, basically all ASU needs to do is win one of these three games. And they will almost for sure, unless Utah somehow sweeps or wins two and you and you lose all three, you have the tiebreaker. Got to make sure to get that four seed. Because if you get that four seed, man, an extra day in Vegas, you know, you're playing a team like a Washington State who you've already beaten and they've already beaten you, but whatever. You're playing a team like a Washington. You're playing a team maybe even like an Oregon State that sneaks past in that first round. Um, or in that second round. And then you're on to the semifinals already, and mm-hmm. anything can happen at that point. So that, that buy isn't just because, oh, it's first round buy. We've been say- no, it's because it's it that this is almost your only path into yeah. March Madness now. Unless you can look, they're back Some at the, magic. They're back at the next four out right now. They're they're right under North Carolina, who's fucking fifteen and like twelve. Yeah, just, they're not great. Which is just ridiculous. Um Charleston, 
uh, and a couple other teams, they're right there underneath them. And if they keep slipping, ASU would just need to win one or two of these games. One or two of these games to even have a have a shot of being on that close to the bubble. Dude, if you could win two, that would go such a long way. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It would. The LA schools, like I, I'll be real. I don't think they beat U of A. Um, I, th- brother, you think, are you I, calling your shot? I think they have a better chance of beating U of A than they have UCLA. Really, they just play UCLA so well. I feel they, like. they do, but I think UCLA is always going to have that extra oomph behind them. I think U of A, dude, like. We've seen their games where they're just weird. We've seen their yeah. games where Tubelos just doesn't do anything. We've seen their games where Kirk Reese shoots 0 for 9 from the field, and the, the, then they don't have a facilitator. We've seen their games where Balo gets into foul trouble. Like, they have a ton of weaknesses. I mean, every college basketball team does this year, but they have a ton of weaknesses, and ASU, I think, matches up pretty well. Um, really? That was, so that was my next question. Do you think they, they match up better against U of well, A than UCLA? Well, X's and O's, obviously not, because of the just lack, this, of, the size lack of size. Is- but from a depth perspective, yeah, fuck yeah, they do. What I don't, Bobby, 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 Bobby. Let's see what we got here. Can we please run this nine to ten to eleven man rotation that we do, and just press the whole game? We have bodies. We have bodies. Yeah. You know, and it looks good, dude. Their press looks so good. And freaking, you, you, you're, you're afraid of Balo and Tubelas. Um, Tubelas actually. On the floor pretty well. <laughs> Follow Canada. But you're they're big, they're large, they're yeah. slower. Get, get put Dev Cambridge on one of them and you'll be fine. You gotta get going early. Right, there you go. Uh, um, love the little bit of a an ask from Bobby there. You look at the standings right now, UCLA at number one in the conference, 14 and 2 conference record. They're undefeated on the road. They've had a hell of a season this year. Um Arizona, 13 and 4 in conference. Right now they'd have the number two seed. Are USC still undefeated on the road and at home. UCLA? Yeah. Um, let me check. Because weren't they they they're only lost over at neutral site games? Right now, UCLA is undefeated. Oh no, I take it back. They are undefeated at home. They're seven and two on the road. Okay. Uh, but they are on a six game win streak. Arizona, thirteen and four uh, in conference. They have the number two seed. USC eleven and five. Now USC has a tough. I believe they've got a sneaky tough schedule, or maybe I'm tripping. I think I think there is a chance where USC loses out here. Well, read the folks their schedule. They've got at Colorado, at Utah. Utah is at a point where that's going to be a must-win game for them. And then they are at home against number seven, Arizona. And then they finish up the season with At ASU. home against number 25, Arizona State. At 9 p.m., Pac-12 after dark. To well, close up the season. That game right there could very well wait, no, be no. for the number four. Season. 9 p.m. our time? 9 p.m. our time. You just ruined the rest of my life. Right? Yeah, 9 p.m. Oh, my God. Wait, is that on Saturday? Can people stop making tip-off times past, like, 7? March 4th. I bet that's a Saturday. It's got to be a Saturday. Yeah, it's Saturday, March 4th. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) But that game is going to be for... That game is going to mean a lot. Until until ASU drops two in a row and and Utah wins two in a row, and then we're going to be like, this game is pointless. How hungry is Bobby going to be at that point? Bobby's going to be starving. Bobby lied. I don't know how he does it. But like, is there any way he makes it to a 9 p.m. tip-off without eating? He's done it before. In, I mean, so he says. But don't sleep on Oregon and Washington State, right? Especially if ASU and Utah drop these next two games. <laughs> You've got Washington State that's 8-9 in conference. Oregon's 9-8 and eight in conference. Are you asleep? That's such a good, like, sleepy noise that you do. But Oregon is... 
fried Peking duck. They're not fried Peking duck, considering they finished the season with Isn't Oregon Peking State, duck Cal, and Stanford. They finished the season with the three worst teams in conference. Yeah, but they're Peking duck. That doesn't mean shit in the Pac-12. What's their conference record? They're only a game back. They're, they're nine and eight. I thought they were two now. Nine and eight. You imagine they're going to be favored in all three of these games. Let's say they finish twelve and eight. Oregon State, Cal, and Stanford. Stanford sneaky, but still, like it's it's going to be an absolute Oregon, race. Oregon State's a right for those final too. spots. Oh sure. So, predicting the last three for ASU, you have them winning what one of the last three? Give me two. Give me two. Give me two. And is it the the U of A game? The U of A. Wow, that is a ballsy pick. Uh, I'm gonna go <laughs> ASU finishing. I'll go two and one, two and one with you. But I'm gonna say they they beat UCLA and USC. We can't both say it. They sweep the they I, sweep I the, the LA schools have, on the road. Okay, now I only have them beating USC. Oh fuck you! We can't both say it. Why not? Then we it's seem, different wins. They seem delusional. We are delusional. Yeah, we are delusional. But that has they're nothing sweeping. to do. <laughs> they're winning all three. Yeah, they're actually winning the whole damn thing. I got them on draft. Don't even bother. I got them it. on the DraftKings Sportsbook at plus eighteen thousand today. Did you really? Yep. That's crazy. That's uh, that, that, that's those, value. Those are their odds to win the whole thing. That's what right. is it? Plus eighteen thousand. So you throw hundred dollars, you win eighteen k. Oh, just throw ten to win eighteen hundred. Yeah, why not one to win one hundred eighty? Why not a million? Why not Burrito Express? Get it, Burrito in Express. Fantastic burritos today. <laughs> Fantastic burritos yesterday. Fantastic oh, yeah. burritos tomorrow. We're on back to back. Are we going to go three days in a row? I once went four straight days of eating Burrito Express. I'm probably going to go five this week because what I do. Hear me out. Yep. It's already a perfect burrito, mm-hmm. but some but every morning, almost every morning. Look, I grew up in Scottsdale. I'm white. I eat avocados a lot. Um, so I like to put them in my burritos. In the in the Burrito Express burritos when I reheat them. Mm-hmm. Unreal. How do you put avocados? Like you just chop it and like take a bite and then put an avocado in it? Are you talking about when you make burritos? Oh. Dude, you are sometimes No, I'm good. Like you're yeah. you're eating avocado. And you have a burrito that's already made. I'm not just eating avocado. I'm putting the avocado in the burrito like I just said. How are you putting it in a burrito that is already folded? Oh, I don't know. You can unwrap it. For- oh, that, that was my question then. You unwrap your burritos and then okay. rewrap them? So how you how you wrap a burrito, there's a there's an edge on the... Now, I know. I've okay. eaten burritos. So all you have to do is flap that part open without getting to the insides of it and just smear the avocado. Why on. not just use like guac and put guac on top of the burrito? Couldn't you do that without unwrapping it? then I have it? to make guac. Or just buy guac. No. You buy avocados. Store-bought guac is fine. It is fine. Fresh avocado is unreal. Honestly, guys, to eat Burrito Express, you don't need anything other than the salsa then they your mouth. give you. And the shirt on your back. You do need your mouth. Well, not if you not if you have a friend pick up Burrito that Express That is true. For you. That is very true. You could be completely naked. Okay. Haven't had Nike Express yet. No Nike Burrito Express yet. On that note, guys, buy a $25 Burrito Express gift card and you're going to get a free burrito. Head over to your nearby Burrito Express location today. Burrito Express. Shower Burrito. Get it in you. Shower Burrito. That's a Nike Express. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You know what like the worst feeling is? When your back hurts. When your back hurts, but also when you're like, like you had a long day, like... I'm going to say this like I've done it, like yard work. I've never done yard work. <laughs> Again, white guy from Scottsdale. I, I didn't have to do chores. Um, but when you're you like, okay, let's chores? say I want to go play basketball. No, barely any chores. What? 
That's crazy. Just because you're from Scottsdale doesn't mean your parents wouldn't make you do chores. Is that like a thing? I meant like labor, like outside, like no. I okay, but like, is that a like thing? Mowing the lawn and shit. Like, I feel like if I lived lawn. in Scottsdale, my dad would have made me mow the yard. Still, there's no lawn. There's just rocks. What? I feel like if I lived in Scottsdale, my dad would have still made me mow the yard. We don't have a yard. Rake the rocks. What? Well, just dumb. I did it. No, I did have to sweep. Okay, I did chores. Raking did... is important, Totri. All I was saying was. When you're outside and you're sweaty, putting your putting your sweaty back on leather, mm-hmm. that kind of sucks, right? Yeah. But what if the leather is super comfy? Mm. Mm. More furniture? Is More that furniture. Where you're going with this? More furniture for less. They've got the comfiest furniture. They've got the comfiest in furniture. In the valley. In the valley. Guys, whether your back hurts or whether Ooh. it's in tip-top shape, go check them out, guys. You guys can save big on the best furniture in the valley when you head to morefurniture.com. I know Sean is at home with his cold, with his gallon of OJ. Sitting on his more furniture. He already couch. finished that, probably. Well, he got another one. Oh, really? Yeah, he said he was going home to get another one. Nice. So he's definitely watching. Okay, the show okay, okay. Furniture. Everyone's get everyone now. Everyone's acting like I just was, was a fucking pampered like child. I mean, that's like what it sounds like, King Joffrey. That's what you make. I it, meant he, like, like, like I never had to go like cut down trees and mow. No, well, normal kids don't okay. fucking. They're not lumberjacks. <laughs> I know. I meant like <laughs> I like I didn't, I didn't have to mow the lawn. Okay, I like slipped the floor for like I five bucks. You take trash out. Take the trash out. I, I was I was I was more saying yard work outside. That's all I was saying. We had to specify. Okay, sorry. Gosh, yeah, yard you sounded, you sounded very King Joffrey esque. LTC, please, can you get me some cool graphic T-shirts? I don't have a lot of them anymore because they don't fit me because I'm fat as fuck. Guys, morefurniture.com. Go get, get on, on it. it. There you go. Um, okay, that's <laughs> not. Oh, he's holding it down. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, question that Sean and I had. While you and Jacob were just chilling, I guess, in studio earlier. Um, If you had a choice between knowing how you're going to die or when you're going to die, what are you going with here? Wasn't there something? There was something earlier that I changed to this question. Okay, I was like, what? There was Hogwarts questions. That's what I thought. I'm kind of glad you went here instead. Um, Well, I'm not a big Harry Potter guy, so. But you can't prevent it either way? No. Okay. Like, yeah, if you choose to know when you're going to die or how you're going to die. Definitely when. Definitely when? Yeah. Why? Because I, because how doesn't do anything. Because then I'm just scared. Like, if it's like, uh, you're going to die from a natural disaster. I'd be like, oh, fuck. And I would every single day I'd look up. And no, look. because I feel like if you know, let's say it is natural disaster, right? Like, yeah. you know when the weather is going to be. No. No. What do you mean That's no. the point of a natural disaster. When was the last time they guessed a monsoon in Arizona right? Also, also. Uh, okay, dude. The day after tomorrow, they were just like, oh, shit. It, this is bad. And then everyone's like, ah, and then it happens. Like, no, they're not like, hey, guys, the world's going to fucking explode tomorrow. Watch well, out. Everybody dies. That's not. When is the right answer? I. What is your, let's say you're given a week to live. What do you do? Fucking. I'm going to. I'm I'm turning everything I'm turning everything off. I'm saying really? goodbye to everybody I love, and I'm just see. So psh. that was an interesting thing that I saw on social media. Is like if you were given, let's say you're given a week to live, or you the the question was hypothesized or brought up of like you've got one day to live. What are you doing with it, and who are you telling? And there was a the, an answer of I'm not telling anybody. Yeah, that's what I, I was just about because to you're that. putting so much. Yeah. like you're just destroying their lives. Pretty yeah. much. <laughs> I don't think I tell anybody. <laughs> I have one day to live. <laughs> it's like I lied. I'm fine. 
<laughs> I know if Shane had one day to live that wouldn't keep him off the DraftKings Sportsbook app, uh, he'd probably just increase his bets. Well, can we talk the about app. the worst ways to die? Sure, let's talk about the worst ways to die. Well, Chad, what is the worst way to die? I mean, we talked about being buried alive is awful. Yeah. Being eaten. I, I think being on fire while drowning is the worst. I just don't see a scenario where that happens. Uh, you're on an oil rig and it goes up in flames and then oil fire underneath the water. You ever seen oil fire underneath the water? Oil fire underneath the water. But I'd rather burn to death than freeze to death. That's what I said. Why? Oh, no, 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 no. I would rather freeze to death because than burn to death. No, no, no. Wait, wait, Freezing no. to rather, death I would rather takes burn to so death. much longer. If you burn to death, your nerves are gone in like five seconds. But there's a chance that you can survive when you freeze. No, but we're assuming you're dying here. Yeah, but there's a chance. You've got no choice in the situation that but you're death. dying. Hmm. Freezing to death would be fucking awful. It would be atrocious. Getting eaten by rats would yeah, be an awful way to go. I would. What's like the most epic way to die? Uh, I think get, like defending somebody from a shark. No, why a shark? If you're going like animal defense, it's definitely. No, because you can you can win for a little bit against the shark. No, says whom? And what shark are you going against? I can win against think, a shark for at least a little. Defending bit. somebody against like a gator. No. Yeah. No. Why not? Dude, gators. That's one of the worst ways. But that's go. an epic. That's an epic. Hey, uh, Totri, do you know about the death roll? Yeah. Fucking no, thank you. Okay, but a shark is like less painful. Yeah. In what world? They probably just bite your neck. We're good. It just bite your death. What's stopping the gator from doing it? No, the gator's death rolling you. It's bringing you underneath. Ooh, a bear. A bear's a good, like, epic story. It's bringing you underneath its, like, log layer, and then it's going to, like, it's going to be like, you're going to die, so I'm going to start talking, and then start talks to you. Ooh. And then you're like, oh, shit, these gators are fucked You know up. be fucked up way to go? Mm. Beavers. Getting mauled by beavers? Ma- mauled? Mauled? <laughs> mauled by beavers. How do you get mauled by a beaver? I don't know. Wild, uh, wild beavers. Uh, insects, Seen cocaine bear? Insect death? Not insect cr- death? Like, are we talking? Insect death? Sneaky good band name? <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's probably a band name called insect death. So, insect death of like, we're talking. Like a thousand ants. Oh, ants. That's, that's not enough. Like a million ants. Uh, I think a thousand ants would be enough. You're taking a shark over a gator? Yeah, I would much rather get killed by a shark than a gator. A gator? No, 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 but we're talking for like epicness. Oh. To be like, oh, Shane died by. Oh, yeah, the gator's fucking. That's why, I'm, that's, that's well, why I went gator. What do you mean, well? Well, it depends on the type of shark. If it's a great white shark and it's a little baby gator. Have you ever seen a little baby gator? Yes, I've seen a little baby Okay, gator. that's not a little baby? Yeah, they're like this big. A gator. Yes, a gator. <laughs> there are such things as baby alligators, yes, dude. Why did you say gator like it was only like gator. adults? A gator. You mean a gator? Hey, <laughs> the gator's down here. There's some of them are babies. Death by Jacob's baby. No thanks. Mm. Death by DraftKings Sportsbook app. That can't exist because it's no, but app. life by DraftKings Sportsbook app can. Exactly. Guys, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX. New customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred in bonus bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. I don't know if you bet on the All Star Game. I almost made a little shmoney with a little parlay that I cooked up that had Matt McClung winning the dunk contest, Dame winning the three-point contest, and then I had Team LeBron. Why? Because he's absolutely eight, the worst All-Star weekend. He's eight and zero while he's been the captain. But, but why would you bet? Why would you? Why wouldn't you just keep those two? Because I was a little stinker. Yeah. Um. I, I make do. straight bets. Smart man. Yeah. Matt McClung. I bet him twice actually. Shmoney. When he was a plus one ten and plus one hundred five. 
on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Did you see he made more money yeah. this weekend than he did so also, far in his career? you know what really pisses me off? This is like when you have a favorite band as like when you're like 16 mm-hmm. and like they've been making great music for four years. Then like nobody s- knows none of their shit. Then all of a sudden they just explode. And I'm not like the type to be like, I heard them first. Like I don't care about that. But it's more of just like now people are appreciating this. That's me with Mac McClung. Like people were like, I ain't hear about this guy before. I like this is probably the first time anyone's heard his name. Like on TNT, I'm like, bro, Mac McClung's been my dude. Like AU basketball mixtapes on Ball is Life. I used to watch all the time of him. I was a huge fan of him at Georgetown. Texas Tech was like my favorite college basketball team to bet on for like the three year window when he was there for a year when he played a national championship game. Mind you, is he going to do anything in the NBA outside of dunk? No, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's undersized and he can't shoot the ball very well. Yeah. Matt McClung. It's a slam dunk, just like the DraftKings Sportsbook app, guys. Sean in the chat, AC Gymnastics just beat number four Utah. Hey, ASU Athletics, it's a wagon right now, guys. And if you want to go watch some of those games where they're catching dubs, go get your tickets on game time. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Shane, that's going to do it. Des Cambridge. That went in. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but net, baby. Guys, if you enjoyed the content, give what? us a follow. What, Jakob? You were open and you missed it, which is fitting. If I put a hand on your face, yeah, you would have made it. That's true. Mm. That's very or true. Or step back. Ask Mac McClung. Oh, because of Georgetown. Mm. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you enjoyed the content, give us a follow. At PHNX underscore Sun. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane D. If you could follow the man with a cold, Sean underscore to pause. Well, you didn't say at, so that kind of threw me off. You want to just do that again? Yeah. All of it? Uh, just the Sean. Okay. You guys can follow Sean to pause at Sean underscore to pause. Uh, buying his second gallon of orange juice, but only when he's sick, as always. We'll see you guys Wednesday at 2 p.m. to talk more ASU athletics, guys. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Peace.